in the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, Lord, yes, we say his prayer so often. Lord, my Lord, oh please, hear my prayer. O oh Lord, let me see. O oh Lord, let me hear. O oh Lord, let me do. O oh Lord, help me to follow your will. Such should be our prayers. And I would like you to read with me the collect of the day. As usual, he gives the key of the whole Sunday. And the prayer says, O Lord, keep away from me what is hurtful to me. Bring to me what is profitable to me. That the key of education, protection, keep away from me what is hurtful, training, give me the weapons not to sin, not to fall. If only we would be able to say this prayer with our full heart, we will stay out of many of our troubles. They will be spared from us. There is another way to say the same thing. Words that you know by heart, and yet you say, mechanically maybe, every time you go to confession. I firmly resolve, with the help of your grace, to stay away from the occasion of sins and to amend my life. Don't we say that? The act of contrition that you recite after our confessions are pure gold. The real essence of our moral life. What are those occasions of sins? What is it to stay away from them? What are the source of sinfulness. First, let's remember what sin is. Sin, to take the word of St. Thomas, is essentially an act of free choice which is a function of the will and reason. The sin is my action that I deliberately choose to do. The sin of men and the sin of angels are essentially different. The first essential aspect is that we are not 
pure spiritual being. Our sins are partly carnal and partly spiritual. Therefore, there are no pure malice. There are also malice and infirmity combined. That is why we can be forgiven, not the angels. However, a man cannot redeem himself. He offended God. But if the man, if we cannot redeem ourselves, we can be redeemed. And that's what our Lord Jesus Christ did. He came to save us. We are not going to go through mortal and venial sin, but I would like to speak about these two factors that are temptations and occasion of sin. As we have said already, it is important to keep in mind that a sin is the act of our free will. We are responsible. This free will is a gift from God, also a curse, because it gives us a possibility to sin. But it gives us also the possibility of virtue. And the Council of Trent firmly condemned this idea that sin is not our responsibility. That we could be forced by some forces, some predestination to sin. And some pretended that Judas is not guilty because he had no choice. Yes, he had all the choices to do whatever he did. We have the choice every single moment to do good. Unfortunately, to choose evil as well. Sin is impossible without the cooperation of my will. Impossible. So temptations can be defined as the testing the trial of the will. A struggle, a struggle between good and evil. Occasions for us to show our love for God. Willfully. When we pray, do not let lead us into temptation. We are not saying that God is tempting us directly. He suffers us to be tempted for our own good in order to teach us and to give us the opportunity to show the choice that we make. I want to follow you. There are different sources of sin, of temptation. The first of which is real, and that's the devil. The devil, my dear brethren, my dear souls, is nothing like a remnant of medieval superstition. 
the devil is real, the devil is powerful, the devil is at work in all our life because he hates you and he wants you. You remind him of the incarnation of our Lord Christ. You are his defeat. You are his shame. And therefore he wants to catch you, to destroy you. Revenge against our Lord Jesus Christ. And yet, the devil has no power upon you if you don't give this power to him. St. Augustine has this famous sermon where he explains that the devil is like a dog, chained. He can box as much as he wants. He can scare us to death, but he cannot bite. Unless, unless we go nearby. And we are stupid enough to do that so often. Beside the devil, we have the world, everything that surrounds us, the world in general, with all these shiny temptations, these shiny things that we take as the end of our life instead of God himself. They are attractive to the will. As if it would not be enough between the devil and the world, there is also the concupiscence. Concupiscence is this inordinate leaning of human nature towards evil. Contrary to my dear confrere, French stupid philosopher, we are not good by nature. By nature, we are leaning toward evil. That's concupiscence. That's the consequence of original sin. The consequence of the fact that I am selfish. I love myself before living God. And I need constantly to convert, that means to turn around, in order to force myself to look at God, not at myself. And that's the purpose of education, to help our children, ourselves, to stay away from evil and to turn ourselves to good. Concupiscence is working through our eyes, our flesh, our pride. But all of that cannot be sinful unless we freely consent to it. Now the occasion of sins. The occasion of sin are different than the temptation. The occasion of sins are many and of different degree. Some of them are such that for everyone, everywhere, in any circumstances, they lead to sin. Read the epistle of St. Paul. They are clearly defined. We know what they are. 
We know because every time we go nearby, we fall. They must be avoided at all costs. And the only way to avoid them is to stay away from them. No other way. Each one places himself voluntarily in this kind of occasion of sin. Even before he commits a sin, he's already in mortal sin. And Pope Innocent XI goes so far to say that if somebody constantly, willingly put himself in occasion of sin of that sort, he should not receive absolution and confession because it shows that we have no desire to stay away from sin. Some of the occasions of sin are certainly not desired, neither looked for, and cannot be avoided. And there are many. We live in a world where the occasions of sin are everywhere. And we have nothing to, nothing to do but to live with that. So the only way for us to stay away from this occasion of sin is to recourse to prayer, the reception of the sacrament, confession, Holy Eucharist, the sacramental holy water, the rosary, the scapulars, avoiding company that lead us to sin and such. And yes, there are always great occasions of conflict in our souls, but also occasion of grace and growth. And that's what we want. So we understand. We understand why the gospel insists on the necessity of the good work. If we do not mortify ourselves, we will not be able to obtain the pardon of God. Lord, 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 please answer my prayer. Do everything for me. <laughs> Our Lord doesn't do that. He gives us everything we need. There is no temptation, no occasion that are greater than the grace of God. We have the possibility to be sons. Everything is in our hand. We have it. And that's not because I am baptized Catholic, not because I am saying, Lord is my Savior, that I am going to be saved. No, nope, it doesn't work this way. We need work. We need to follow our Lord Jesus Christ. And we are promised this constant help of God through our own cooperation. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.